Welcome to Red Rank Podcast, home of the smoothest voice on Twitch. I'm your host, The Crow Show. Just a friendly reminder, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, among others. And on Spotify and Apple Podcasts, if you can leave me a review, it would help me out a great deal. I'd really, really appreciate it. And just a heads up, I've been informed on Spotify, you do have to do it on your mobile app. It won't work on the desktop. You can't rate on desktop for some reason. It's very bizarre. So it's been a hot minute since I've posted anything and I've just, I've got a lot of real life things going on that I need to take care of. I'm sure all of you understand and can relate. Um, If you go to my Twitter, you can find out more information uh, about that. I don't really want to uh, get into the details here on the podcast, but Sometimes you just you have to take care of real life business and um, that's you just never know when things are going to happen. So I just want to thank everybody for your patience and be sure to check out my latest interviews. I interviewed uh, Righteous Voyage as well as Witchy Twitchy in my recent episodes. We had a really good conversation. The Witchy Twitchy interview is a bit longer, but it's like all really good content. Like we're both native content creators. We talked mostly about what it's like to be a native person in this space. And uh, yeah, we just we just had a, a very fascinating conversation about that. And I really hope you enjoy it. So in today's podcast, I wanted to talk about the age old debate. The thing that will never go away is dead hard overpowered. There's a reason why a majority of high skill survivors use dead hard. It's really amazing. It can let you be more aggressive on generators or more aggressive when saving somebody. Just it's a very versatile perk. Basically, dead hard, you'll you'll hear people on Twitch streams talk about like press E to win. <laughs> you just when you press E on the on the key that like if you're like what is that um when you're on mouse and keyboard on a computer playing dead by daylight as survivor and if you have dead hard you have to be running and the default button is e to use dead hard so that's where that comes from the thing that is really tough about dead hard is um well let me rewind just a second here i posted a tweet with a little video And I was just, I was just analyzing the perks that they had uh, equipped and the team that I played against, they had three circle of healing, four dead hard, four decisive strike, three borrowed time. And the wild card perks they had, one of them had iron will, one of them had adrenaline and that was it. It was just all the same four perks across the board. Pretty much (laughs) it was, uh. It was not fun. And the thing is, it's very common to see that. It's very common to see four people all running dead hard. My my main concern with the, this particular team I played against, and I don't know if they're swift. I had no idea. I didn't stick around. They didn't stick around. But they had three circle of healing, and they were at RPD, one of the worst maps of all time. It is the worst map of all time. And uh, you get a couple of those circle of healing up and you have no snowball opportunity and i happen to be playing sadako for that round so i've got two things working against me in that situation sadako is a hit and run killer meaning that sadako specializes in sneaking up on people hitting them and then doing a rinse and repeat move on to the next survivor now a single circle of healing can completely counter that gameplay but they had three circle of healing So it was really hard to get any kind of snowball 
situation with Sadako. Now, Sadako is notoriously bad in chases because Sadako has no built-in chase mechanics. You can kind of mind game with manifesting, demanifesting, teleporting to TVs. It's not an effective strategy, though, when chasing somebody while they're injured. So that's why you have to employ the hit-and-run technique. But if they have Circle of Healing, you've got to close those chases. But if you're running into four people running dead hard, it doesn't matter if you wait out dead hard. A a majority of the time, they're going to be using dead hard to get distance so they can make it to a window and safely jump through the window. And I can't touch them because I'm Sadako and she has no built-in chase mechanics, as we talked about earlier. Or we mind game at a pallet and they dead hard for distance to get to a pallet. And in that scenario, I can't do a goddamn thing about it. I just have to hold W, probably eat a pallet, get stunned, then they'll get distance. And I have to keep either chasing them and waste more time while the others fix gens for free, or I drop the chase, they go heal with Circle of Healing, and then I go and repeat the whole scenario all over again. It's a really, really annoying situation for hit-and-run killers. That's why you're not seeing as many... Um, like, let's let's name some killers that kind of use hit-and-run techniques. And I'm going off the cuff with this one. I just came to my head. Wraith. Hardly ever see Wraith anymore, because Wraith is a hit-and-run specialist. Uh, basically, any of the stealth killers kind of are hit-and-run. Myers does not have great chase mechanics. Um, he does like to hit-and-run because you need to stalk everybody in order to get to tier 3. Uh, who else? Pig can can be hit and run, but Pig does like to close chases so that they can get the mask on and develop uh, pressure, generator pressure that way. Who else is a good hit and run killer? Almost any killer can be hit and run, but for the most part, it'll be like Wraith and Sadako. And those killers are in a really bad spot in the current meta. Even after Circle of Healing gets its quote-unquote nerf, which um, I got this wrong at first, the new Circle of Healing, it'll give you a 50% bonus to healing speed, whereas Self-Care gives you a 50% penalty to healing speed. So they're not the same. Circle of Healing is still going to be a really good perk. And the reason that perk is going to be so good is because it's an infinite heal station. Killers, sure, they can snuff the totem, but that totem will get blessed again and it'll be just another free infinite heal station there's no doubt about it dead by daylight's in a really bad spot right now you can't deny it the steam charts show that dead by daylight is losing players every single month i think it's been since july of last year now i know it's only steam charts but you can't deny the biggest platform of gamers that are leaving that must mean console players are leaving as well that's why survivor queue times are going so they're going so like you have to wait so long to get a queue to get a, a lobby as survivor because there's way too many people playing survivors and fewer people playing killer it's never been more stressful to play killer than it is right now survivors have so many second chance perks so many perks to help them escape or extend chases and so many perks it's just one, but the uh, Circle of Healing really broke this game in a way that makes it not fun to play as killer. I'm not saying I need to 4K, aka kill all four survivors every round. I don't need that. I just want to see more variety while I'm playing this game. And the tweet that I posted, and if I'm a good podcaster, <laughs> I'll uh, I'll leave a link to the tweet. It got a lot of views as of this right as of this recording. It's at 5.1 thousand views on Twitter. That's just Twitter. I don't even like my Twitter. 
rarely gets views, any kind of traction, but enough people interacted with it so that it got pushed out um, through trending, perhaps. I'm, I'm not sure how that works. The same clip I posted on TikTok, that's at about 10,000 views right now. There's a lot of camps of, there's a lot of people that are responding in a certain way uh, on this particular video. And the video, I'll just recap it for you uh, one more time. I just look at all the survivor perks they're running. Three of them had Circle of Healing. All four had Dead Hard. All four had Decisive Strike. Three of them had Borrowed Time. It's just not a fun way to play. So I just posted that and I just posted, you know, playing Killer in Dead by Daylight has never been more stressful, which is absolutely true. So a lot of the people commenting are like, well, you just need to quit dbd it's not a big deal who cares just wait out dead hard <laughs> again dead hard is often used to get distance to get to a window or a pallet so they can drop it and extend the chase or just fully escape there's a reason why a majority of survivors use dead hard and it's just simply it's one of the best perks for survivor i think circle of healing is still the best but very close behind it is dead hard you can extend a chase by gaining distance you give your team that much more time to fix generators, the main objective for survivors. So everybody, that whole argument, just wait out dead hard. It's not a valid comment. Anytime you hear somebody say that, they're the people running dead hard every game. They know damn well that they use it to get distance, to get to a window or a pallet, and there's nothing killers can do to counter that. Again, I'm just... I, here's, here's, a, here's what I really hate about this whole scenario. There will be times in... If you've followed me on TikTok for long enough, you'll see that I like to meme quite a bit. I like running a build where I'm like, bite the bullet, self-care, botany knowledge, and uh, like self-aware, which used to be called fixated. It's a silly build. I'm essentially healing just outside of a killer's point of view in hopes that it'll confuse them so that they think that I've just vanished and they don't know where I've gone. It doesn't work a lot, but when it does, it's fun. But most killers are very competent and they find me anyway. So the build is just completely useless. So I'll try to run fun builds. I'll try to run builds with diversion, um, just silly stuff. But again, in those scenarios, I do die quite a bit, which again, I don't need to escape every trial, but when I'm playing 10 to 12 games and just dying every single time, not even having a chance to escape, only getting one or two gens fixed, you can count me out. <laughs> it's no coincidence that when I switched the meta, the meta build, Circle of Healing, Dead Hard, Decisive Strike, and maybe Unbreakable, maybe Iron Will, something crazy like that, um, that's when I start to escape more. And it's just, it's a reflection of behavior more than it is the players. You give the players a bunch of really powerful perks, they're going to use them. There's no reason why players should use other perks. And that's the biggest problem. A lot of people think I was upset at those players for running those builds. That's not the case. I'm just like, I, I, it's the state of the game, and it's, I can't stress this enough. It's just not fun right now. That's why killers are leaving this game or becoming survivor mains. Who knows? I've talked with a number of people who are like, yeah, in order to quote unquote win as killer, you kind of have to employ scummy tactics, proxy camping, tunneling. It's just, 
Sometimes even when you tunnel somebody who has decisive strike, it's not necessarily they're not necessarily going to get great value out of that, especially if you do it to them early when there's all five generators up. <laughs> so I'm complaining a lot. I'm going to offer a solution. I don't think dead hard should give survivors a sudden burst of speed and distance. I think they should stay running the speed they're running, and when they hit dead hard, it should function the way it's intended to. They should dodge the attack. They should not be able to dead hard to a pallet or to a window for safety. It helps people make up for their mistakes or be way more aggressive on generators or unhooking a survivor. There's just something has to change with dead hard because it is way too powerful. A lot of you are probably going, wait, that's killer main talk. I play more Survivor than I do Killer these days because Killer is no fun to play. The split for me is probably, like, legitimately, it's probably 75% Survivor, 25% Killer. I do play both. I used to play both quite evenly up until this game introduced Circle of Healing. And of course, MMR doesn't make it fun either. And it goes both ways. When I'm playing Killer, I don't need to kill everybody every round. When I'm playing Survivor, I don't need to escape every round. But when Behavior did their matchmaking tests, where I believe what they did is they opened the window of skill-based players so that you could get into trials with players that are far below your MMR, uh, I enjoyed that. I thought it was fun. I was getting killers who were running like unrelenting Noed and Huntress's lullaby and like some other random perk I've never heard of. It became a game within the game. I was like, okay, well, we're almost fixed. We've got two gens left. I've got to go cleanse every totem or the killer is going to get Noed. And sure enough, a majority of the games I played, they had Noed. (laughs) So... It was so fun to play different kinds of killers with different perks. And my results were more or less the same. I found I was dying about the same amount while I was playing Survivor versus these quote-unquote lesser skilled killers. But I had a lot more fun. I would tap a gen and I'd be like, oh, they're not running Ruin. Okay, they must be running Pain Resonance, Dead Man Switch. No, I rarely saw those perks during those matchmaking tests on certain days. At the end of the day, I just want more variety. I'm getting really sick of the current meta. It's so boring to me. And sure, there are times when Dead Heart's useless. If you happen to catch a survivor in a dead zone, and yeah, that's when you can wait them out and then whack them after they dead hard. But... The way map design has gone these days, there's only like one iteration of Auto Haven Wreckers that has like massive dead zones. And uh, of course, Shelter Woods is basically like playing on a football field. It's no coverage, no pallets, just wide open field and survivors can't do shit about it. But the way the map design has gone lately, um, it's really easy for survivors to exploit dead hard in order to extend chases and it's really annoying anyway i'm going to change gears for just a minute uh there is an update i believe it'll be out as of by the time you're listening to this recording ghostface and legion received buffs and ghostface ghostface's uh, chase music it's really a net loud and obnoxious it sounds kind of like a printer like an old printer <laughs> And uh, Legion, I just, I hate playing against Legion. I don't like mending for 45-minute trials. It's just not fun. I'd be okay if Behavior removed the DC penalty, the disconnect penalty, because I would just 
disconnect versus every legion it's just so boring man i just i hate it a lot of you are really into it but i just don't see the appeal with legion like just so boring and legion is it's hard for legion to close chases as well i guess legion is another hit and run killer because they have a tough time closing chases but as long as there's one or two circle of healing up Legion's screwed. Um, I don't know all the details. I don't have them in front of me, but I know that one of the changes is uh, Ghostface when they mark a survivor and they're exposed. That survivor will be exposed for 60 seconds rather than 45 seconds. So it's a pretty significant buff for Ghostface. And the Haddonfield map will be back as well this week. So that's really exciting. We also have a new tome, I believe, involving the twins and David starting later this week. And also on on that topic of the tome, it looks like I believe the observer is now gone and is being replaced by some random person or people who stumbled upon the archives i don't really follow the lore too much so i I wish i knew all of that information but i think i'm gonna leave you with that Uh, i think i'll leave you with with that episode to chew on if you agree with me disagree with me please let me know hit me up on twitter my discord or my twitch stream right now i don't really i think i need to adjust my twitch schedule but please in the show notes i'll leave a link to my twitch my tiktok my instagram my top secret link wink wink (laughs) that'll be in the show notes so be sure to follow up with me on socials uh tiktok twitter youtube etc just look up the crow show uh but yeah i just want to thank you for being patient with me uh thank you for sticking with me on this journey uh probably within uh about a week or two we'll be back in the full swing of things with posting content and getting interviews going but interviews are on hold for at least the next week or two but i've got some really really cool people lined up and i hope you stick around for that in the show notes there's a link for all of the interviews i've done on red rank podcast so far so if you haven't listened to them all be sure you listen to them all because they're all fascinating super fun amazing people i talk to and i really hope you follow up with them on twitch tiktok youtube etc basically everybody i've talked to is very active on on all the platforms so i just want to thank you very much for listening and i'll see you in the fog <laughs>